Democrats are turning on Biden, and we especially saw this in the Michigan primary. That may sound like good news to conservatives, but not so fast. Let's take a closer look together on today's World News Brief. It's good to be with you. I'm Bob Siegel, your host for this week. Well, of course, we had the Michigan primary and Trump beat out Nikki Haley. But I want to look at what happened with the Democrats. At the time of 98.5% of the vote coming in, Biden had 81.1% support. Now, there were a couple of rivals that barely made their mark. Marianne Williamson and Representative Dean Phillips, they each got 3% and 2.7%. The news, however, is another vote. Uncommitted. Uncommitted. They didn't like anybody on the ballot. Uncommitted received 13.3% of the vote. And I've seen all kinds of gleeful conservative commentators talking about this as if it's something to celebrate. Well, it's not really anything to celebrate. Okay, look, I have made no secret about the fact that I feel nothing but contempt for the so-called leadership of President-Select Biden. It's not just that he mumbles and bumbles and stumbles through speeches. He's also a pathological liar who does the very things he accuses others of doing. For example, the reason Trump was impeached in the House of Representatives the first time. The so-called prid pro quo over one phone call to Ukraine. (laughs) Well, all kinds of stuff is going on in Ukraine with Biden and his son Hunter. It's not like Biden hadn't bragged about that on television years ago. But additional information, abundant information, a plethora of information is coming over all kinds of deals he made through his son, not just with Ukraine, but China, Russia. He's beholding to all of these countries. And then there's the man's border policy. He's trying now to blame Republicans for our open border. He says there's this bipartisan bill that could fix the border. A bill which, when you read it, actually includes allowing more illegal immigrants into our country and has all kinds of other pork attached to it. A border security bill. Yeah, sure it is. Now I'll tell one. Look, our Constitution already gives the authority to the President of the United States to protect our border. In fact, our Constitution commands him to protect our border. He's been ignoring the Constitution. All he would have to do is take out his pen and bring back the executive orders that he canceled from Donald Trump. And that would take care of our border. Instead, he's trying to make this a photo op for an election year. He wants to lie so that he can get the independents and others in the middle and act like he cares about the border. If he gets reelected, the border will get worse, not better. Yes, he continues to do the very things he accuses others of. He activates and emboldens his Justice Department and judges to keep Trump off the ballots or throw him in jail if at all possible. This in the name of protecting democracy. This in the name of accusing Trump of interfering with elections. I could say other things about Biden, but you don't have the time and I don't have the time. Those examples will suffice for now. 
And so on one hand, yeah, it is nice to see people in Biden's own Democratic Party defect, such as they did at the Michigan primary. However, just to be balanced and nuanced, and you know what a balanced and nuanced guy I am, the reason for that 13% uncommitted vote is nothing to do cartwheels over, nothing to break out the champagne over. With the urging of squad members such as Rashida Tlaib, a congresswoman who hails from Michigan, a congresswoman who, when asked about the Hamas attacks on Israel and the brutal butcheries, refused to even comment to the reporters, well, with her urging, this was a protest vote in reaction to Biden's handling of the Israel-Hamas situation. Now, I don't like the way he's handling that situation either. I hate the way he's handling that situation. But what I mean by that is that his funding of Iran has in reality funded Hamas, a proxy of Iran, making the Biden administration culpable for their brutal, vicious attacks. And his butting into Israel's business is abominable, telling them they need to have a ceasefire, which only guarantees that Hamas will survive to attack again on another day. You can't make peace with people who have sworn they're going to kill you. And now the Biden administration is telling them not to limit Muslims coming to the Temple Mount on Ramadan in the wake of Hamas promising and calling for riots on the Temple Mount. Tlaib, on the other hand, felt Biden didn't do enough to insist on the ceasefire. She calls for an end to genocide. Isn't that nice? How responsible. A member of Congress calling for an end of genocide. I think I'm going to cry. My friends, by genocide, she is not referring to Hamas's open, expressed boast and desire to completely exterminate Israel or the attacks on October 7, where women were raped, with some of the rapes being videoed and sent out over the Facebook pages of the victims. Children were murdered in front of their parents. Parents were murdered in front of their children. Babies were put alive into ovens. But she's not talking about that. No, the genocide she refers to is Israel defending itself and punishing the cold-blooded murderers. And so, my friends, while I'm certainly glad to see Biden's support implode, there are better reasons for it to happen and a lot of reasons why it should happen. An attempt to control him from the left wing of the party is not among them. It's not a reason to celebrate. It is instead a reminder that we have some anti-Semitic pigs in Congress. Yes, I used the word pigs, and I used it as a Christian. I am willing to apologize to pigs and all other farm animals. This is Bob Siegel making the obvious obvious. 